welcome back to the Spilling the Tea podcast. Hello. We are your illustrious hosts, although I'm I'm not the subject of this dissection, but my name is Gabriel and my name is Tina. And Paul. and and through this podcast, we experiment and and analyze and dissect Tina's life. Oh, jeez, it sounds painful. <laughs> it is sometimes emotionally painful, sometimes joyful. Actually, sometimes it is. <laughs> um, no, uh, this is a podcast about Tina's life and tea. Um, because and my nickname is T. That's why it's spelled T-E-E. Yes. Um, and uh, it's for two things. It's for the entertainment of anyone who wants to listen to these often wild stories, um, and, and very interesting, um, and it's for future generations of the family, because I'm Tina's son, um, this is a way to have a whole record of her life, uh, after she's gone, which is a very happy thing to think about. (laughs) There's always a little more Hopefully we'll have time for a lot of stories before I kick the bucket. (laughs) We're doing this now. So that, you know, there's plenty of time it to get them all It isn't from a in. hospital bed. Yeah, we're know. not rushing this. It's like, take out the breathing tube so she can tell a story. <laughs> when I was... No, that's not entertaining. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but also, as our fantastic conceit, uh, we sip tea and try a new tea every week. Um this week, I don't even know what we're having. You haven't told me yet. Yeah. This is, again, from the English Tea Store, and it's from the Lover's Leap Estate. The Lover's Leap Estate. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So this is um, it's a tea, a black tea uh, from Sri Lanka. I'm not going to go into how it's grown totally because it has to do with... It's grown on mountainsides, and it has to do when the monsoons come in, when the rainy weather is, and one side of the mountain is damp while the other side where the tea is grown is is more dry. And it's so high up that actually uh, from the mountain top where the tea is grown, you can look down on the clouds that cover the land, but there's sun... Uh, up above, oh, sun and blue so skies. Cool. That's gorgeous. Yeah, and and the reason why it's called Lover's Leap is because the estate on this mountainside has this cliff that plummets down. Oh, wow. It's where lovers who were jilted would throw themselves, fling themselves, fling themselves off. off the cliff. It was. It said either jilted or not allowed to marry the person that they love. Oh, wow. So what I thought, I'm not going to, with my my lover's leap, I I never wanted to, I never wanted to commit suicide over anybody. (laughs) Nothing's that important. Children, no one's worth that. (laughs) Because you know what, too? Then you're dead, and the person lives on. And they don't even care. Especially if you get jilted, they'll be like, good, she's gone. Now I'm free to go with with my baby, honey. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not doing, but I'm not doing, we were going to do this that I talk about 
the many relationships I've had. I actually counted up and I went, oh, gee, I've had like over 17 affairs. Affairs? <laughs> I mean, well, where you actually sleep together and stuff. Well, And then I've had other boyfriends. That's, I mean, for, for today's standards, that's lower than... No, and that's that's about the average for today's standards. Right, but this is back. This is before Tinder and swiping left and right and stuff like that. And it wasn't ever hookups. Never oh, a hookup. It never was a hookup. sometimes it was. Well, I was married twice, you know, so that's a chunky years. Um, <laughs> but before that, um, sometimes I was with someone for a year or two years. Sometimes a month. You know, it yeah. it varied, and each one was lovely. But I thought instead of talking about that, because you're my son, and I don't think I don't know that I can go there. I don't know. There, but it also <laughs> there have also, been some tipsy nights that I heard some stories. <laughs> what I thought <laughs> is to tell the story of um, a, a man who was a he became so obsessed with me. He was a stalker. Oh, no. Where I actually had to call the police, and the police oh. did nothing. They did nothing? Oh. Well, I mean, okay. what else is new? All right, so, but... no, but this was in France. Okay, do oh, you, you okay. want to hear this story? La policia. Do you want to hear this story, or do you want me to finish off my final story of a chorus line real fast? Well, you've just set up... So you can't bury the lead and go, oh, we'll talk about chorus line. You got to... Well, of course, it will only be about five minutes. Okay, well... Are you, maybe it'll make you okay. keep listening. <laughs> then then there's your cliffhanger. We've got... Live the... and lovers leap. It's off the cliff. Oh, it's perfect. You're hanging off, and then you push, and you leap. So, okay, so, so yeah, let's, let's finish the chorus line saga. Yeah, and this is the this is the I could tell a million more stories, but this is just one that I that really affected me. Sure. Before you do that, yeah, I need to taste lovers' oh. leap. I find it delightful. I whistled a little bit taking that in. Um, that is delightful. That's that's light. It's not as sweet as like last week's. No, they say it's a little bit astringent. But it's some of the best tea leaves. I can see that. In Sri but Lanka. Even that, uh, with mine with the honey in it, it's, this is perfect. This yeah. is a fantastic tea. It's loverly. It's loverly. <laughs> oh, no. It's... Today is like a day of puns. This is bad. Well, if you're going to say that, you got to say it like a British person, because they can do loverly. That was a bad British accent. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Lovely. it was. Loverly. Loverly. Anyway, I can do an okay, okay one sometimes. So, so all right. I'm going to switch. I'm going to go to a chorus line and Michael Bennett for one last thing. This is my second time with a chorus line, 1980-ish. This is when I had to get out of town because uh, my lover wanted me. Uh, uh, one of my lovers. One of your lovers. Wanted to control me, and and I wouldn't need. I loved him, but I needed to get away. I told that story like an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'm that it was. Uh, you can't go out on your own anymore. I have to take a cab. No more subways. Right, 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 right. No he, more subways. He cared for me. You know, the, my safety, and so I I broke up with him, and I ran away. I told Michael I need to get out of town. <laughs> so, and this is when I said, I will go, and I did. I did. Um, I'm going to recap real fast. 
of this is when I rewrote the whole Bible book of the technical stuff and moving the companies to a bus and truck, where I said, I do not want to go on stage right. um, unless it's absolutely necessary. I want, you know, I want to be more management with it. It's where I coordinated all the companies to have the same choreography so that somebody could go into New York from one of the traveling companies, vice versa, all of that. Yeah. Um, but I still had to be, I still had to be an understudy. But I said the last, so I was understudy for Cassie and Sheila. But the very but the last one. Very option. last one. Very last one. I, I, so, all right, fast forward. Uh, it was dreadful winter time in Buffalo, New York. Ooh, and bad. Michael was coming. He was. He never got his high school diploma. Huh. Um, here's this genius. Sure. You know, just shows. You know, you don't necessarily need the education. <laughs> anyway, um, did the first person who invented college go to college? I don't know. They couldn't have. Oh, they couldn't have. Because they invented college. It's like the chicken and the egg. Yeah. You're right. If they invented college, then that's only from home study. So, I mean, that's like back in Grecian times. Well, yeah, true. School's been around since ever. Anyway. All right. So he was coming to Buffalo. to. uh, They were giving him a big thing, giving him an honorary high school degree. A diploma. And at the same time, one there were three companies running. One, the major Cassie was leaving, and he was coming out to look at all the different Cassies to see who would, you know, be crowned. Sure. Basically, yeah. you know, yeah. get the role. So that entire week, I was dance captain, and I was the dance captain, and uh, I was polishing everybody up, you know, getting them to look look as good as possible, um, and also Martha Mar- Martha Swope, a, a, a photographer who did, she was fa- I mean famously fabulous of okay because she knew how to photograph dance sure and stuff you know which is in action exactly she's it's a different art yeah she was coming out because they were doing new booklets you know the and everything so it was a huge week of it happened that um he was there for a few days and uh it happened that it was one of those five show weekends. We, it was a Friday night, then two shows on Saturday, and two on Sunday, which were a six o'clock and a ten o'clock. Oh, that's late. Oh, you know, so, <clears throat> uh, but it didn't make any difference to me. I didn't have to perform, but I was exhausted sure. doing all of this, you know, the, the the honing and, you know, and the organizing and cleaning up the whole company because, of course, Michael's coming out, la, 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 la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the photographs and everything. So that Sunday, the last day... <laughs> like a visit from the regional manager. That was also the... Yeah. It was also the end of our stay in Buffalo. So I was, like, just going, oh, let midnight come because I'm dropping dead. Yeah. I'm so tired. Um 
So he's there and he sees the different Cassies, you know, each performance. After the six o'clock show, we had six six o'clock show ends at eight o'clock. Yeah. And then two hours in between for the next show to start at ten. Sure. Yeah. At the end of that show at eight o'clock, he said, Tina, I want you to do Cassie tonight. What? Yeah. Yeah. I went, you're kidding. What? I don't, what? And he said, I'm your boss. I want you to see, I want you to do Cassie tonight. Well, I was so angry inside, terrified. Sure. He hadn't seen me do it since, um, when two years before when he coached me yeah. and made a new version. In the meantime, I had listened to the music and like where sometimes the trumpets would, would like, the, the horns would, would go like, instead of being right on the beat, beat they'd go like, Bam! you know, they'd do right. that long cry. Yeah, big flare well, up. I matched some of the, I changed some of the choreography <laughs> to match the music more. I, I made it, not, not a lot, <laughs> but I did do this little fine tuning. Yeah, but that's reasonable. That, that, with the music, with yeah. with with what the music was providing. Again, instead of just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I did put like little triplets in, or or whatever. Or well, the music must it. be the soul of the dance. Yeah, music <laughs> in the mirror. Um, so in a way, I was terrified, but I went. I just went. Fuck it. I don't care. I'm just so angry because I'm so tired. And this is not fair. To just spring it on you. To spring it. And it's not fair to the other people in the cast. Why is Tina going on? You know. Yeah. So I went back to my, I remember walking through slush. It was so cold and so icky. I had to go back to my hotel room, get my makeup, you know, get all this. I get back to the theater. Go on. I'm going to fast forward, Cassie Dents. I, I'm doing it. And, you know, I have to say, it was kind of like the, the tired adrenaline and the anger and everything actually gave me energy. Sure. It really, it, I was running on, I was running on fumes. On but I, but I was fuming. Yeah. So there was like Fire and ice at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Middle of the dance. Now, Cassie, you wear a, a little a skirt that goes down to about your knees. It's a dance skirt. Right. A little, a, kind of a straight, with a slit in it. Leotard and, and this dance skirt. I'm going for, it's getting, it. it's it's where the, every, the dance really starts picking up after a slow section. My heel gets stuck in the hem of the skirt. Oh, no. I had such momentum, boom, you know, because I was like, it's a real fast move from, sure. from bent leg to, to straight. It got stuck in, in the back. In the, the heel goes into the skirt. <laughs> I had such momentum. I, I was stage, downstage left. I, it pulled me back on my ass and I slid uh, on my ass all the way into the wing. Oh my god! 
I went. <laughs> I just. <laughs> yes, exactly. Legs out, like, arms out. You know, like, like a rope was pulling you. Except That's the funny. only thing. <laughs> but I went. I gotta get back on stage. Yeah. So I, you know, I grabbed the skirt off of my heel, and it happened that the next part of the day, I have a cramp in my leg. I think, I'm, I think my body is reliving this. <laughs> The next one of the dance is, is like these running, running lunges. You 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 run and you lunge, you lunge into you know, with a back bend, and you run and you lunge sideways. You know all of these like layouts. So I came flying out of the wing, layout, run 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 layout, you know? just because then in my head it's like you just fell on your. Ass and slid all oh the way into the wings, you know. I, I mean, and then it was coming up to that big jeté. I told you about the one in second. Then you know, I was right. And so I went in my head. I was going, and I've redone the choreography, and I've, I mean, it just was like billowing. At the end, there is a small scene where you basically the character is basically begging, "Give me a chance, please. Just, just give me a chance." I was, again, so tired, humiliated, frustrated, exhausted, holding back tears that this, apparently the scene went really well because that's, that's everything that she <laughs> yeah, was feeling. the acting is... So, okay, end of show. I went, okay, that's over with. <clears throat> Real quick, I, I am imagining the person in the audience, the people in the audience who have never seen it before, who may and must have assumed that that was the move. That's exactly what happened. I, I'm sorry. This I is, okay. To... So, I'm, I'm getting undressed. You know, it's like, I, I just want to go home. I want to go home. I want to get out of Dodge, you know, get out of Buffalo. Yeah. You know, I, I've, this is enough. Stage manager comes to me and says, Michael wants to see you in the office. I go, I went, oh, great. So I went down to the office and he said, sit down. He was very stern. And I said, you know, so I sat down and he said, your staff, right? Your management now, kind of, your staff. I said, yes. He said, so I can be honest with you. I said, yes. And he said, uh, so your heel gets stuck in your skirt and you go flying off stage. <laughs> you came back out. And I, I was like, I know. I'm like, what a way to do say Do I it. need to relive this? I, and I was just nodding my head, yep. And he said... And you know what happened when you came back out? No. You were more brilliant than you were before you went sliding off. Mm. He said, I've never seen anything like it. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. And he, he said what happened. I had taken a lot of modern. And in modern, you do a lot of falls on the floor. You know, like you're from a jump. You, you know, it's, it's very organic. I've seen So You Think You Can Dance. So, yeah. So apparently, I timed it. With the heel going in, 
I so gracefully <laughs> slid on <laughs> slid on my ass off stage. Woo. And what's of course to me seemed like fifty years in the wings. It was only a few counts. And, and I, you were right back I, into it. Right back into it, right on the music and right with this layout. And he said, it looked like it was supposed to happen. Wow. So I said, that's great. Okay, good. You know, can I go home now? Right. You know, all right. Adrenaline crashing. What I found out later too, Jack, my friend Jack told me, is that when I started the the dance. It's very hard to see, just so you know, the lighting of the Cassie dance. You're in these spotlights, so you can't see the audience. Everything is black. And during it, you have these extremely blinding lights from the wings. That's why even like the last line of pirouettes that go down the line, mm -hmm. you're staring into this blinding light, which makes it very hard. To, to maintain your balance. Sure. Um, actually, the stage manager would have to put his hand up over the light just so you had something to spot, because otherwise it's... It's just... It's like looking into an old flash camera yeah. that you see yeah. blue. I mean... you know? So what Jack told me is that when I started the number, Michael walked from the back of the theater down the aisle. Now, this is full audience. <laughs> put his chin on his elbow on the front of the stage and watch just just resting and watching the whole dance. And Jack said he he looked like he was tasting a bit of heaven and hmm. just kind of marveling. I sound I don't mean to sound boastful. No, you're not. You're not. Okay. That's it's so that's, okay. that's that's wild. That's uh, I mean that in my heart, you know, it's like what an honor. What an honor. Anyway, so to finish off that story, I, Michael said, okay, um, I've made my decision um, who's going to be the next Cassie. And I said, oh, great. You know who? You. <laughs> I was speechless, and I started crying oh. because I was so tired I didn't want it. Yeah. Yet at the same time, I was so honored. I was. It, it's. It's like not the even thing, in the running. You were. Yeah. Totally out of the blue. I. I. I adored his mind and his talent and everything so much, and I, it was like getting knighted. You know. You. You know what I mean in yeah. a way because that is like. It was, quote, the gift, you know, the cast who got, that was the gift of getting the role. And I just started crying because if I was still had to be dance captain. Yeah. Uh, so um, you're still management. I'm still, yes. And <laughs> I mean, that's, it's a bear to do. So I, I was like, oh my God, I'm still going to have no days off. I'm still going to be rehearsing people from 10 to 6. Then what? I grab a quick nap if I can to be ready and at 8 o'clock to go on and do the show. And then even on matinee days, matinee evening, we'd still have rehearsal in the morning. So all of this, I just started crying. He thought I was crying because I was so happy. <laughs> and I never I never told him, oh. you know. So I did do it. I took it. But then it, it caused 
friction because it's like the other people in the cast who wanted the role were like, why didn't you tell us that you were in the running? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. That awful jealousy came out right. again, it, and it was it was very awkward. Heavy, where's the head that... Thank heavy goodness, the though, I did I, get I moved up, to another company. Okay. So that, I, I you know... Uh, um, it was at least... It was at least a little bit away. All right, so that's enough of... Yeah, that's, that's a great way to... And the chorus line that... Yeah. And you know, Michael died. He did Dreamgirls after it, after the failure... failure. Right, the... the, the for ballroom, the, when he knew he was going to get raked over the coals. Yeah. Two years later, 82, he did Dreamgirls, which was... I'll tell you, you know what? This is, what again, what I love about him. He had, the, there were these columns of like plexiglass that he choreographed hmm. and used in different ways. Sometimes they were parallel, sometimes they were perpendicular. There was one, one there's one number stepping to the bad side. Yeah. And I, I'm sitting in the audience watching it, and the guys were on these, these plexiglass columns, and they started rising up. I, the stagecraft was so gorgeous. I actually, I couldn't help. I stood up and started applauding all by myself. It was like, oh my God. And knowing him. All right, so that's enough. And then he died of AIDS Mm -hmm. like five years later. He died when he was like 44. Jeez. That's, yes. And and for such a genius, that's you could have given thing. so much more to the that's world. That's the thing. I, I, you know, I mean, I feel for everybody who died during the whole, oh, it was yes, just no, awful. Not it was awful. The, put down the any, desert. And, you know, I mean, and you're seeing your friends through, through it, and, oh, I mean, it's just awful. Um, but, and no one is more important than another person. That mind and that talent, uh, uh, it, it, it was, there was a dearth, uh, a lack, a dearth, D-E-A-R-T-H. D-I-R-T-H, right? No, D-E-A-R-T-H, a missing. Yeah. I think it's D-E-A-R. Well, we don't need to figure this out right now. Okay, we don't use the dictionary. Okay, so I'm keeping my eye on the time. Well, we've got a little timer going on. So I was going to switch the lover stuff. Yeah, some lover stuff as we take a sip of lover's leap. Yes, I need, yes, I need, all right, this is, this is amusing but terrifying. I think this is my favorite tea so far. Genuinely. Yep, you're right as far as the spelling of dearth. I just looked it up real quick. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so this is in France. I'm 23, 24. 25 years old. So we've gone back in time. We've gone back in time with a ballet company. Uh, I'm into my second year. Yeah, two, oh no, a full two years. I'd been there a full two years. Because I stayed two and a half years total. Um, okay, there was a, a girl, one of the dancers from England. Her name was Katie. And she had friends from the area, French friends. And what was lovely is many times on Sundays, we would get into a car. They were, they were, 
they were older. They weren't they weren't like contemporary twenty year olds. There was a woman who I'd say was late thirties. Um, another person. It would change each time, but a constant that seemed to happen was this man from Algeria. Algeria. Well. In Marseille, it's right, right across from Northern Africa. So right, right. a lot of Tunisian, Algerians, that, you know, that... I did that experience that when I was there. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Um, he was about, I don't know, somewhere in his 40s. He had gray hair. He's kind of like Mike Pence hair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, so it's that short... Short, short and maybe a little thin because it's so sh- just high and tight. Yeah, well, age is coming on. So, so okay. And he was, I mean, he was, he was about, only about... Five eight, um, I, uh, tawny skin. You know, I mean, he's Algerian and, and fit, but a little thick. But I did not find him attractive in the least. And I, <laughs> you know, but we would go. All right, on Sundays we would drive out into Provence to the different mm, um, for the herbs. We would go. Oh, we, we would. <laughs> yeah, well, this is what would happen, is we would go to little towns, some were like kind of mountainy, some beachy, some out in the, mostly out in the country. And this is fall, like okay. September. It was gorgeous. And we would go and investigate these little towns, and the woman especially, um, she'd bring us to little restaurants like that had the, all home-cooked meals, that had their own vine- little vineyards oh, so that you wow. would have their their wine it was it was truly tasting yeah. provence yeah. not going to the big cities but to all these rustic and 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 it was lovely you know and i uh, friendly and yeah. this and that little farmsteads and and um i mean again i i had my own lover I, <laughs> who I had by that time been with about 18 months. And, um, you know, I wasn't looking, but, you know, it was pleasant to go, sure. to go out. Um, so, all of a sudden, I, I started noticing that wherever I went in Marseille, this man would kind of show up. If I was in a store, he'd be in the same store. And Marseille is not a small city. No. I, just for anyone who, who doesn't know. It's very it, metropolitan, eh. very, very diverse. I yeah. mean, it's... It's, it's, a, it's a big trade shipping center. Yeah. Of France. Oh, the ports. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just, just for context, that that's not a thing that There's no... would just happen. Exactly. It's not like there's one little grocery store and, oh, I happen to be shopping yeah, at the yeah, same that's, time. Yeah, that's the context. So, <laughs> I, But he never said anything. It was, and it didn't come up to me. He would just, I, I went, am I imagining this? So, one day I went, okay, I've seen, I've seen like on police shows, TV shows and stuff, what spies do if when you if you think you're being followed, you change your pattern, yeah, or you stop and pretend you're looking in a shop window when what you're actually doing is looking at the reflection oh. to see if the person is 
like across the street. Oh, and watching you, yeah. So I went, I'm gonna do a Clandlestein. She's a Clandlestein <laughs> spy. Well, I wanted to know. Yeah. Is this guy following me? Of course. Yeah, I mean. So I took, it was, it, it was, I didn't have to go to work that day. It was a Saturday or Sunday. And I walked all different ways. I would stop suddenly. He'd be behind me, about 30 feet behind. Oh, I would that's make a professional level. Quick, quick turns down like a little street. Yeah. And he would be behind. I would, I, I, and I, I did the whole reflection in the glass, and I then I started getting nervous. I went, he is absolutely following yeah I, I this is no, that's terrible this is wrong and he's not saying anything it's not like oh no he he supposedly only only spoke french i was led to believe which i will explain later okay but to me whenever in the car or whatever conversing I'd always have to fumble to... Well, I was pretty good at French by then. Sure, but, but... But he was always speaking French because he didn't speak any English. So, I... I did this a few days, over a few weeks. Right. And then I really started getting nervous. But I started getting pissed off, too. <laughs> I stopped all trips out to the countryside. I, you know, he was like, I'm, I'm not... Yeah. I just told Katie, I'm I'm busy. I didn't, you know. So. Which, that's that's sad that you had to give up on your yeah, enjoyment. See, for, yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know, not worth I've it. Been, I'm not I've saying. been around enough creeps. I'm, you know, my, my past. <laughs> <laughs> I have my antenna. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You know, there's something... This guy's whacked or obsessed or whatever. And I did nothing to lead him on. And absolutely nothing. Well, I was pretty, but what? Well, no, I didn't think I, I was pretty. People thought I, I yeah, was. Yeah, but being pretty and nice is not a reason for. No, no. And even then, I'm like. Take the, a sip. Uh, there's a very easy thing that a man can do if he believes that a woman is attracted to him, and that's ask them out. Yeah. Or, you know. <laughs> Again, take the courage to, to, the courage of getting either a positive thing of, oh, I'd love to, or yeah, rejection. But then you know, and it's not. <laughs> and this is like a 40, following 40, someone. I mean, he's 20 years older than me. Yeah. You know, and Cause like he even... also had, all right, this is, this is terrible. To say. <laughs> I am not one, everyone has their own um, things that they find attractive or, or unattractive. I am not one for hairy chests or hairy backs. <laughs> and I did notice that he had like a tuft of hair coming, you know, when, uh, the front, you know, when yeah. your shirt is, yeah, like there's one button. You're wearing left a sweater under. underneath. A tuft came out. So even if, I mean, that would automatically make me go, I don't want to touch that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. Some hair, absolutely, absolutely. But tufty, I'm, I'm not one for that. <laughs> Other women love it. I, you know, it, it depends. Anyway, okay, so 
at the end of one of these where I know he's following me. What I did, he was on the same side of the street. Instead of continuing to walk, I turned around and walked right up to him and said in French, you're following me? Fuck off. Knock it off. Get out of my life. How dare you? You know, I reamed him out. Yeah. Thinking that would be the end of it. One would assume that it would at least... Well, this is what happened. Oh, no. I, I lived... My apartment was a walk-up. Um, I was on the fourth or fifth floor. Okay. I had a studio. It was a great studio with a porch in the back. I mean, a whole terrace thing in the back. It was cheap, but it was cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I noticed that in the early, early mornings... I would hear someone outside my door. Oh, no. And I would look down, and, and because there was a light in the hallway, I could see f- foot foot shadows. Right, yeah. And just breathing outside my door. Oh. So now I'm petrified. Well, yeah. And uh, because... How did he get into my apartment? It's locked down below. You're supposed to get buzzed in, like, you know. Yeah. How did he get in? How did he know? Well, he had followed me. Yeah. But he knew exactly where I lived. So what I did, I went, okay, I have to, I I, I have to make sure I'm not imagining this. I had, I asked my friend Claire. I said, please come and sleep at my place. Overnight, yeah, because something he keeps. I think he's out there, right? So, you know, I I had a mattress on the floor, and it was about four. What? what? But how'd you leave? Did you call her or or? No, he would be gone. Like, uh, all right, I would have to leave the house by eight thirty to be yeah, at so. class at nine o'clock. He would be gone. So, it would be like at dawn, staying out there for a half hour, hour. That's weird. And you know, and then, then that's I'd see the footsteps disappear, and you know, I'd peek out, and he wouldn't be there. What do you get from that? What do you? Oh well, this is what happened. Okay, yeah. So Claire spends the night. Claire spends the night, and he must have known that she was up there with me, because he spoke. Ah. No, Claire and I, again, I had just a full-size mattress on the floor about three feet, about a yard away from the door that goes outside. And we hear the rustle, rustle out there. Well, we're clinging to each other like little children (laughs) because she was freaked out. And he started saying, Tina. No. No, Tina. Tina, Tina. And we didn't say anything. And he said, this is in French. Yeah. I must drag you down. I have put you on such a pedestal. I adore you. You're like, I, you're an idol to me. And 
I'm going mad. I must pull you off this pedestal. What? We what? What? are that's... freaking, freaking out. And no, that's some so that's some sociopath things to say. Those Ooh, that's not to drag me down. And I, it was I I I said get the fuck out of here. I thought you know I broke the silence, and I went. That was a mistake because he knew I heard. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was, but, uh, but... Yeah, but... So, he did disappear. Yeah, but, like, how how long from I must drag you down until he's dragging you down? I know! Right? Killing me, raping me, killing me. I mean, drag me down. Dra- Who knows? You must, you must, you, I, it was, deba- I, it was like using the word pedestal, but I must de- debase you. Yeah. You know? I and, have become so obsessed with oh. you that you need to be ruined before me. I know! It's, it's I can't uh, think oh. of anything creepier. Like, possible. Oh. You can't. You, oh. I had never run into anything. I had I had fought off rapes on the street and stuff like that. You know, I'm a real fighter. This terrified me. So, I went, he also said that, no, my my lover was a fabulous ballet dancer. He said, he knew that I was with him, and he said, he must be taken down too. I'm going to break his legs. I mean, it was Awful. I need to destroy him, too, because he has known you the way that I have never had the chance to know you. It was awful. Awful. So I went to the police. I said, I explained, the person's been, you know, stalking me. Now he's at my house. Now, I'm this long, blonde-haired American in France... Where it's like, oh, la, la, you know, well, the, their uh, attitude was kind of a wink of, yeah, right. You know, she, it, she this is the land it. of love. She wants it. And, and um, I, I mean, I was crying. I said, I don't know. I'm terrified. Yeah. Or, you know, and I was used to the thing of, you know, what's that restraining order? You yeah, know, yeah, in the yeah. United States, even back then you could get... You can't come within feet of, of, exactly. Of, this was not, they said the the end of that was until he does something physically to harm you, we can't do anything. I went. He's gonna in French. I'm afraid he's gonna kill me. Yeah. And then oh, whoopsie! Oh, the you know the pretty American was was right. He's gone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and so I left. Just devastated and not knowing what to do. So I I went to um, my lover and I explained everything. And I said, I did nothing to right. attract, you know, to, to uh, egg him on or anything. And this is happening. Um, I don't know what to do. And I'm terrified for you. This man is crazy. Yeah. So, so the, the next thing that happened is we were filming the ballet Capella for French TV, and I was in Capella. Um, that, that you can actually find on YouTube. Oh, as one there you of go. the six friends. I'll, I'll, with Karen Kane. Um, 
Anyway, so we're in this sound studio, you know, filming the ballet. I, I'm on stage, we're running it. I look out into the audience yeah. type thing. You know, where the cameras were. I mean... The crew area. The guy is there. How? He had talked his way into the studio to watch the filming. Oh, my God. And this is... And I, st I stopped. I, I, I froze. And yeah. I, I, I yelled, get him out. I, get him out. He wants, you know, and... So, and I went, I just ruined this whole take of, you know, but I can't. Yeah, some things are more important. I can't. Yeah. This man. So, they did get him out. We continued. So then, my lover, he had witnessed then how this guy had shown up. Well, yeah, and. He's in the valet, too. And so, I said, look. The police won't do anything. And he went, we're going to have a conversation with him. And I said, okay. And he went, enough. You know, because, of course, he was a, he was a, scared for me, too. Yeah, you know. of course. So of course. we made a thing um, because I don't, I don't remember how I set it up. If he was outside my door again or whatever, or if I confronted him <sighs> on the street... It shouldn't be and hard he to denied, find him. And he denied everything all the time. So, this is what we did. How? We decided that he was going <laughs> okay, to... Okay, well, like... okay. So, my lover and I were... Um, going, we set up a thing to meet him in the lobby of my apartment building. I was going to have a cassette tape recorder in my bag. Sure. So I could tape everything. Sure. And the other thing, too, is that Speaking French, because my lover was French, so he could he, sp speak the, yeah. the guy's language, you yeah. know, instead of my just, fuck you, you do it, do it, fool, do it, do, fuck you, fuck you, do it, fool. You know, that means you're crazy, you're crazy, fuck you, fuck you. Right, but. <laughs> so, I taped the whole thing, and he's denying everything to my lover. I can understand it, no French. Telling him, she's imagining this. I, you know, in French, I, I would never do anything like that. We have had lovely times together going out to the country. Like, and I was like, you're lying, you're lying. And my lover did say, you were at the studio. Well, yes, I love ballet, and I know he was kind of rich, this guy. Okay. I but... know so-and-so, you know. It was just coincidence I was there, and, you know, you kind of shamed me to have me removed. It was... I thought I was oh. going crazy. So we're talk so we're we're talking in the lobby. This man has killed before. And I I I turned away. You know, I said another like fuck you, you know, get out of my life, get out of my life. I'm calling the police, you know. Yeah. I have I didn't tell him I had the tape. But I knew maybe I could do you know, something do with something it. Yeah. with it. And I turned away. And he grabbed my arm no. and spun me around. And in perfect English, he said to me, you look at me when I'm talking to you. What the? Perfect uh. English out of, oh, there's one thing I forgot to tell you. Oh, uh, no. He also had said to me, on one of these country trips, he told me that 
He actually was with the CIA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that he whispered to me that his spy name, his code name, what do you call him? The code name. Uh, the Yeah. Code name? Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Was Merce Cunningham. <clears throat> now, Merce Cunningham was a modern choreographer in the United States. There were there were a few big modern companies. <laughs> there was Paul Sanisardo, Lauren Lubavitch, and Merce Cunningham had his own technique. And what a this whispering of Merce Cunningham. You must remember, if anything ever happens, just say Merce Cunningham. And I was like, this guy. This, you know, this is before the stalking. I was like, this guy's a little off. I, th- I mean, this is right, like, but and why would somebody from the CIA tell me that you? Oh, I'm a spy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <that's>, the CIA <laughs> operatives tend to be a little better. Than, yeah, a little more discreet. And what are what is he doing roaming the countryside with friends? Yeah, I mean, I know they have to uphold the double life. The CIA. Yeah, but that's and, a little. But they don't. You don't. They don't even tell their wives that what they're CIA. And if it's a code name. Mess Cunningham. (laughs) So, when he did that perfect thing in English, you look at me when I'm talking to you. That's... I, that terrified me even more because it made me realize this guy is really nuts. He, he is a liar, a creep, and, and everything. So he did promise my lover that he would stay away from me. He didn't show up at my door anymore. However, like... Two days later, I was heading to England okay. uh, to visit my brother David, who was in, he was in the Air Force, and, and his wife Jenny, and uh, just one child, Bridget, Bridget then. Um, I was going to England for Christmas to be with them. I'm at the airport in Marseille. I'm keeping my eye on the time. I'm at the airport in Marseille, in line to get onto... You know, the yeah. the flight to yeah. go to the gate. Yeah. There's like a, a a barrier that's only about waist high. You know, just so the column would... It's like these are the people boarding and... Yeah. It, it just like a, a little barrier separating the sitting area. Yeah, and this is well before 9-11. Yeah, exactly. I, I look over and the guy is there. Oh. And he's grabbing at me. He has a gift. Uh, this wrapped oh, present. That's nice. Grabbing at me, saying, "You must take this. Uh-huh. You must. You mustn't leave. But take this." And I freaked. I, you know, put my hands up. Get the fuck out of here. You I know. Got He's. He actually. I kept walking to go to the gate. You know. And he couldn't because he didn't have a ticket. Right. But he's yelling. Take this. You must take this. Stay. Stay. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, then he actually threw the present oh, no. so that it's like, take, you know, as if I'm going to catch it and bring it on the plane. Oh, there must be some morbid curiosity as to what it could be, though. Oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't, no, no, I don't care. I don't, oh, no, but there is kind of a morbid, no, I'm just going say it. Like, what would he have, what it wouldn't it? be a candle. It, what would it be? Did he do a Van Gogh and cut his ear off? No, it was a small, like, it was a small, like, a six-inch cube That would size. fit his ear. 
Oh, maybe he cut off his dick. <laughs> oh, that terrible. Tina. Take this, take Tina, this. It's the only that. way to take it. Yeah, that's the only way. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, what, what would he have put in? I don't know. Uh, who knows? So what I did, I, I went, this is it. And now I'm going, the guy isn't going away. And I have to say that with my lover... The guy was so obsessed. There was a question started coming in of... Did something Did you really not lead him on in some way? You know, it just... It was making things uncomfortable at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It it just... it. it, The guy soured. Everything. Soured. It's rotten. So when I got to... um, the northern part of England where David was. He, Because he was in the Air Force, I told him the whole story. Well. And I said, David, I'm, I'm terrified. I'm, I'm, and what he said was he was going to investigate whatever the... Because the guy was saying he was from the CIA and stuff like that. Yeah. Whatever intelligence group is with the Air Force, David was going to contact them to have them look into him go at, and say Good. okay what are you doing when i got back um when i got back you know like a week later i didn't see him again so i don't know what happened however at the same time okay at the same time what was also going on is i had I had, that previous summer when you have the month off in August, I was in Denmark with um, the American choreographer Paul Senesardo, and I it rekindled, oh my God, I'm missing America. Mm. Um, I'm missing this, this different life, this, this energy. So I was contemplating leaving this guy... I, I wasn't as happy in the company anymore. Sure. My relationship was souring. Because of... And, you know, I... So, I just decided... We were on Christmas vacation. I went, I'm leaving. I packed my bags, and I came back to the United States. So, I never... I never... I don't know if the guy... Um, Probably better. Yeah. Do not know. Well... I mean, part of me went, oh, my God, you know. I can't, I'm, I didn't tell anyone I was leaving because I didn't want him to find out that I was flying back to New York. Like, all the way, and then... And so that he might show, show up, up on, the, on yeah. the plane. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I wanted to disappear, so I literally went into the company, cleaned out my locker. I also thought, I'm so terrified that he's really going to hurt my yeah. lover. I, I, or you, or there's there's something. a response. This is just the guy is nuts. Kinda. He's nuts, psychotic, nuts. The police aren't doing anything, and, and so I went, okay, I'm going. And I just when it's time to go. It's time cleaned to go. up my locker. Mm. Didn't tell anyone I was leaving, and Jeez. left. So that's that story. I'm deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> Terrifying. That's. Especially for women, when people don't believe you, yeah, you know, it's like this is where you go. The, 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 
the women who were raped who weren't believed, the women who were beaten up who weren't believed, the kids who aren't believed. It's thank God it's oh, getting yeah. better now. But it was it the most lonely feeling in the world because even with a gun, yeah, you never know. You never know. You never and know. It's, you know. It's not like um, your friend or your lover could could actually have protected you all the time or yeah. done anything other than. And I'm I'm young and you know, it, it's um. So it was time. It was it was time to go. Sad. Yeah. I saw my lover yeah, one more time. They 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 traveled to. Canada and I went I saw so I flew up to Ontario to because I had some dear friends you know especially the one who spent the night with me you know my my friend Claire um and he wanted I saw the ballet and then he asked that we could be together and I said no yeah I, I really loved him and it, it's like that would just reca- it's t- it, moving on Moving on, moving on. Yeah. Um, treasure it so it doesn't erode. Right. And one last one last night just is not, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. Anyway, okay, that's all. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe the Algerian man, so jilted by you not receiving his present, took a lover's leap. I know that's well. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. It could be because he got jilted. Flung himself. But why? No, he didn't get jilted because I was never with him. Right. You get jilted by your lover when you're, you know, when they. He was denied, denied any anything attention. <gasps> well, lovers leap. That was a story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Clink. Thank you so much for watching. Cheers. For watching. For, for listening. watching, listening. This isn't a... <laughs> Hello. I'm waving at nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All thanks, right. Gabe. One more sip. All right. Ready? <sighs> thanks for listening. <laughs> Do your Southwest. <laughs>